0: And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you, guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here, episode 154 of the Life of a Fighter podcast. And today's topic or question we're going to be looking at is how can athletes manipulate the endocrine system with resistance training? Before we jump into today's topic, though, a couple quick announcements, some exciting shout outs. Um, first, as always, check out com forward slash shop for all of our awesome fitness and nutrition needs. We have our fitness nutrition vault up there. That's the big thing that I'm so passionate about right now, y'all, because um, one thing I've realized I've kind of limited, um, I've like all people are limited by time and the one thing that i really like about our fitness nutrition vault is it doesn't limit to my individual time or our coach's time this is uh, a subscription a membership and access to our vault of hundreds of articles 80 plus ebooks numerous podcasts over 100 uh private videos and exclusive content you're not going to get um, through our public access on the website. So go check that out. The link is below. It's $5 a month, $50 for the year. And we have a lifetime membership pass that you can also get access to. So no matter what happens with that membership, you have access to it for the rest of your life. Also, we have a special going right now with clients. I have a few openings, not only with myself, but with our coaches that we've had come on. Um, we're doing a $99 promotion for three half hour sessions, either in person or virtually with again, myself or any one of our coaches, um, you can sign up for that again on the shop, or again, the link's gonna be below. And without further ado, let's jump on into today's podcast. Again, covering that topic of how we can manipulate our endocrine system with resistance training. So let's first look at some general concepts. First, the idea of the muscle fibers that we're recruiting. And the adaptations that are going to happen are only going to take place with the actual muscles that we're working or the areas that we're working. So meaning if I'm doing a upper body focused exercise, that's only going to impact my upper body for the remodeling of the muscle tissue and the adaptations of not only the muscles, but the hormonal adaptations with it as well. Okay, so that's the first kind of overscope of it. We have to understand all these approaches are going to only be um, applied to those specific areas we're working. And we'll kind of get into the details on how we can approach that in a minute. So the next thing we're going to look at is um, how we can increase testosterone concentration or to increase serum testosterone concentration. I should more accurately um, describe that. And what we're looking to do here is it's not a long-term increase. It's an acute increase. So in this small window or a smaller period of time, but if we can continuously do this and get these acute increases, there's going to be a long-term benefit to it as well. And how we want to approach at least the acute or short-term increase for our workouts is we're doing a few things that are going to be very, very important important working large muscle groups so compound lifts such as deadlifts power clean squats snatches they're doing multi-joint exercises multi-joint activities that are, again going to work multiple muscle groups and big movements Okay, so ideally, again, going back to the initial general concept, if we can integrate more muscle groups and into our workout with these different activities, they're going to get multi-joint compoundless, the more benefit we're going to have across the board because it's no longer going to be limited to a smaller group. It's going to be a larger scope across the board. Boom. So we want to work, again, large muscle groups. Second, we want to have heavy resistance, 85 to 95% of our one rep max. We want to really push the... The strength and power and resistance on this level. Okay. And if you're not sure what your one rep max is, but you know how many you can do for a 10 rep um, maximum, you can kind of calculate off of that. We can work some formulas. Or for your one rep max, basically that means how much can you do for just one rep maximum weight. So that's that. All right. So we got the first two. Now let's look at the volume at which we're going to exercise. We're moderate, we're working with moderate to high volume for these exercises. So what we're looking to do is not just have one set with 10 to 12 reps. We're looking for multiple sets, so three to five sets, eight to 12 repetitions. And again, we're working with um, not just multiple muscle groups, but we're also going to do this for multiple exercises. Okay, So that means we're going to pick four to five exercises, going three to five sets of eight to 10 repetitions. We're going to have a shorter rest period in between. We're really trying to use 85 to 90%, 95% of our one rep max. Now, again, doing 10 repetitions of an 85 to 95% of our one rep max may not be possible. So we're trying to work as close as we can to that number while again keeping the resistance high. So that means if it is 85, 95% of our max and we get five reps, again, we're just trying to get to as many repetitions as we can for the maximal benefit for our serum testosterone concentration increase. Last thing is again, kind of on the same point, is we're having high workload and then short rests of um, reco- or short recoveries after that. So the rest, period, rest periods in between our sets are going to be about thirty to sixty seconds, no more than that. We don't want to let it go more than sixty seconds. We want to get back in there and repeat it again. That's going to have that positive impact on our testosterone concentrations. Now let's look at our growth hormone uh, growth hormone concentrations. All right, so. When we want to increase our growth hormone levels, we've seen in studies for an acute point of uh, time or a, point, a window, or the initial short window, we're going to look at two real um, focuses or two bullet points here. First, we're using workouts with a higher lactic concentration and associated acid-base disruption. Basically, that's using high-intensity, 10-rep max type movements with heavy resistance, three sets of each exercise and short rest periods, very similar to our testosterone concentration workout. So basically, we can kind of go with the same workout almost across the board, and we're getting a multiple benefit here. So we're getting an increased testosterone concentration, increasing growth hormone concentration, and then we're also optimizing the response of our adrenal hormones across the board. And again, the theme here is going to be high volume, compound large muscle groups, and we're keeping the short periods uh, smaller, or the rest periods shorter. And the idea here is – and sometimes we – you can see different rest periods being applied for different goals. Sometimes we might see similar sets and reps and you'll see you know, three by five or three by eight, three by ten or five by eight, five by ten, things along those lines. And depending on what you're doing during that rest period is really what you're going to be kind of focusing on and the outcome you're going to get from it, whether it's a strength or power benefit, or we're looking for just a sheer uh, hypertrophy and anabolic benefit, or we're looking at a testosterone or hormonal or endocrine system benefit, or all the above, there's different variables and ways we can manipulate that. So the best way it seems by not only wanting to manipulate our endocrine system, but gaining benefit, strength, and power, or really more specifically strength. Again, when we look at strength and power, power is going to have speed associated with it. Strength is going to be more of the raw ability to move weight less as much about the acceleration and speed to it. That, especially as we fatigue, becomes a little bit easier to do versus as the fatigue starts to settle in, continuously having this high, heavy resistance with a fast speed and fast output behind it. So realistically, yeah, ideally if we can use this heavy resistance of 80 to 90% of our 1 rep max or doing our 10 rep max window for a high intensity, high resistance – with our short recovery windows that's what we want to try and do but as the fatigue starts to settle especially because those rest um, windows are shorter that's where we may have to also drop the weight so again heavy resistance is also relative to it's relative to the one rep max it's relative to our 10 rep max and it's also relative to our fatigue levels at that point okay so again as long as we're sticking to the parameters of one keeping it with large compound muscle groups, again, deadlifts, power cleans, squat, snatches, push presses, multi-joint compound lifts, working um, large multiple muscle groups together, not just picking the chest and doing bench press, but using multiple muscle groups, multiple joints, again, the heavy resistance, short rest periods, and Trying to what, what kind of side note that's not really included in the in the points that I'm referencing here, but just something to keep in mind is trying to pick activities that you're also not going to be injury prone with. Meaning, don't start trying to do a power clean if you haven't done them before, and trying to use it for these purposes. Build your way up either by getting with a coach or by you know um, using something you're a little bit more comfortable with, and then transitioning over with some, let's say segue exercises, I would call them. So for example, a deadlift is a great way that you can do multiple variations of deadlifts and you can actually kind of build upon them to get to more uh, advanced Olympic lifts as well. And then we can start doing other variations from there. And if you guys have more questions on that, feel free to reach out, shoot us a message. Again, it's a great opportunity to take advantage of our virtual or in-person uh, $99 deal where you can actually, and that's one of the cool things is I like to use these sometimes and we've had a lot of clients not just want to work with our coaches to have the programming and all that fun stuff by itself, but use these virtual, especially now that we've been working with more clients um, online, is having them be able to set up their camera, look at them doing the exercise and having our coach give them cues on proper positioning, speed, acceleration, and all those fun things, or just reinforce, hey, everything does look good. Let's do this on your own. Let's check back in in a month and see where we're at, so Kind of a quick one today, guys, but I, I thought this was a really good topic, and I'm, again, this is another one I got from the Essentials of Strength Training and Conditioning by the NSCA. Um, again, I'm, I'm doing lots of studying for my CSCS coming up in April, so I wanted to just try and share as much of the awesome content I feel like I'm coming across, and this was one of them for you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. Again, questions, shoot them out, message us, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Peace!